Wait a minute, I hear something. Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Dr. Movie, the show that's normally in a car, but I'm not in a car. I'm actually at my mom's house in one of the bedrooms because this is a special, special, special (laughs) episode. You can already hear the laughing in the background. I decided uh, you people need to be introduced to my sister, who is... uh, Kind of a movie freak like I am. Probably probably not as crazy, but we have different uh, spectrums that we watch. But uh, she's a big movie fan, too, and she's basically a female version of myself. So uh, it's just time that y'all get introduced, so I'm excited to do this. It's my sister, Vanessa. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I know I sound like a Muppet. No, you don't. <laughs> so... Uh, just a good opportunity to get together and have some fun. She lives in Chattanooga, and I don't get to see her very often, so she's home. So we decided we would get together and do something. Who knows? This may lead to a bunch of other shows that we do uh, online for all you techie kids out there. Um, but yeah, just a little background on my sister. Obviously, we grew up together, but why do you live in Chattanooga? What do you do for a living? I am a sign language interpreter. All right, so the whole time that we're talking, you don't know it, but she's doing crazy stuff with her hands. <laughs> Not today. I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> Only when she gets paid does, yes. she, does she flash the hands. So, But uh, I remember about the time that I graduated, well, a little later on, but we, we talk about, obviously the movie we're going to talk about, but it, it brought back a, a memory of going downtown to the little mom and pop shop we had a place called bryant's mm-hmm. right and uh vanessa would go in there and just rent movies and she would come back and say i just saw this movie about this rat monkey biting a person <laughs> <laughs> lo and behold my sister watched dead alive on her own terms and uh so that just kind of tells you uh, kind of where our frame of mind is together or or how you influenced me <laughs> at a young age which may be the the worst part of it right <laughs> so why did we pick teen witch well i would go to brian's video and rent teen witch one night and my friend would rent it the next night and we would just watch it back and forth at each other's house we apparently loved it so there you go i mean there and that's the that's the whole point of everybody that that does podcasting you want to talk about these movies that mean something to you because it puts you in a specific point in time Mm -hmm. it's nostalgia yes right even if the movie's good or bad right right so that's kind of what we're doing here with this one and we're going to talk about teen witch in case you didn't already know from seeing the artwork and stuff from 1989 a fantasy comedy if that's what you want to call it (laughs) (laughs) i call it a girly movie well re-watching it i can see why you would say that (laughs) and it's quite the musical oh yes which you know how I feel about musicals. I mean, yeah. I'm not a fan. I, I know. <laughs> I made you watch this one. <laughs> uh, but that's not a problem, right? Uh, let's do a synopsis on it. it. says, a high school nerd, Louise Miller, they even get specific with the name, uh, learns from psychic Madam Serena that she possesses the magical abilities that will begin working on her 16th birthday. Not a day before, but I guess the day after. Yes. 
the day of and after. Uh, when the prophecy pro- proves true, the teenager uses her new powers to get what she always wanted, always desired, popularity. We'll just leave it there. Uh, it's more of a dude, right? More than anything else. It's that and popularity. It's okay. It's always about a guy or something like right. that. Right. Well, <laughs> the reason she wanted the popularity is right. to get the guy. Right. So there you go. No big surprises here, except for the, the, the witch part, right? Which uh, And the music. And <laughs> yeah, so let's talk about the cast for a minute. Uh, Robin Lively, you know her from anything else? Well, um, she was actually on two episodes of Punky Brewster, which was my favorite oh, show. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And the leading man was also on one episode of Punky Brewster. Really? Yes. Do you have all the Punky Brewster stuff? I do not, but they actually referenced Punky Brewster in the movie. They did. I remember that. And I was yep. like, wow, no wonder you like this movie. <laughs> but it was that age group, right? Yes. So you're talking about all your friends that rented this movie and stuff, so it kind of makes sense. I know her from Karate Kid Part 3. Mm-hmm. She was also in Wildcats with Goldie Hawn. Oh, well, didn't know that. How old has she been there? She wasn't a teenage witch at that point. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and then the main guy, Dan, was um, he played in Son-in-Law with Polly Shore. Because I was like, I know that guy. I know that guy. Where else have I seen him? We need to do Son-in-Law. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We got Zelda Rubenstein in this from, from Poltergeist. I mean, stay away from the light, Carolyn. That's right. Uh-oh. I goofed up my machine here. <laughs> so we all know who she is, right? The little lady from, from Poltergeist. Yes. We got Joshua John Miller in this. Um, the the geeky little brother, right? Mm, the the oh, annoying yes. little nasty brother. Yes. I know him from a movie called Near Dark, um, which has got Lance Hendrickson in it, Bill Paxton, mm. and they're vampires. And it's a really unique tale on vampires. You need, you need to check the movie out. It's really good. And uh, he plays, uh, he was a kid when he got bit, so he never grew old, and he just stays at this age, which becomes frustrating after about 80 years or so, right? I could imagine. (laughs) Because you can't really have a relationship with anybody because there's nobody your age, and so there's, that's that's what I really remember him for more than anything else. Uh, I can't think of anybody else. This girl right here looks familiar. Tina Caspery. Uh, oh, yeah, she was in Can't Buy Me Love, Mac and Me. <laughs> I mean, that would that should be top build right there. Uh, my mom's a werewolf. Oh, I don't, no. I don't know that one. I don't either. I just hey, you know what? She was in Teen Witch. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes total sense. Oh, so let's let's get into this one. All right, so we've kind of done the synapse, synopsis and everything. Synapsis, synapsis. That's what your brain does. That's right. Uh, I've made that mistake before. Um, so we've got our main character, Louise Miller, mm-hmm. nerdy girl. Uh, I don't want to say homely, but she's nothing to like, she's, she's nothing to write home about. She's just your average. It's because her hair was straight right. when she was a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> but it's that fact of her being just the everyday girl, right? That's the appeal of this movie is just like with any guy movie too, you want to see the average Joe become something special. Mm-hmm. Same thing here, right? So really the story is nothing unusual. What's unusual about it is just the interjection of all the songs. 
The wraps. The wraps. And I say that with air quotes. Wraps. <laughs> she is doing her hands, folks. I am. See. So you're you're Can't on, help it. you're on the clock. Uh, yeah, just. She she's got a best friend who's also kind of in the same boat. You know, you kind of stick with your own kind, and they're just happy-go-lucky kind of people. They just wish that they were the popular kids. Um, and our main character's got the hots for this guy. What's his name in the movie? I can't remember. Uh, Does it matter? It, it don't really matter. Maybe it's Brad or something. It is like Brad. That. Good job. Well, there you go. <laughs> I re- I retained something. Um. So she's got the hots for Brad. He pulls up in a 5.0 Mustang with the top blade that so his hair can blow. Yes. <laughs> for hit for her across the street neighbor. Yeah. Who's you know the head cheerleader and all this stuff. Super blonde. Her name's you know. Randa. Randa. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that that had to be a big name back then, Randa. Don't don't remember that name at all. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so you you already start seeing the thing of gosh, you know what it would be like to be on the other side. You kind of get that whole thing right, and she tries and uh, fails miserably. Mm-hmm. She uh, actually gets invited. To go is it? It's a dance. It's a fall fest kind of dance. Yes. Hold down. Harvest. Something. Harvest something. Yeah, because they got hay bales and stuff everywhere. Mm-hmm. But uh, she gets invited to go with Randa. Randa's cousin, mm-hmm. which is my favorite character in the whole movie. I love this guy. I'm not surprised because he's terrible. <laughs> he is. He's yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of got this pompadour hairdo, mm-hmm. like Conway Twitty. Mismatched bow tie, plaid yeah. shirt, sweater vest. <laughs> Your typical 80s geek, mm-hmm. right? And Excluded. glasses. And he actually asked her, are you not going to wear glasses tonight? Because that's all geeks wear. As I'm sitting here with glasses on, by the way. <laughs> You're not geeky. Mm, I'm okay with it. You're okay with yeah. it? Yeah. Well, I'm geeky too, so. <laughs> but uh, she she ends up waiting on this guy to show up and... Yeah, to her surprise. He's even geekier than she is. She's not thrilled about it. They go to the dance. But when they get there, she's dressed one way. I think her mom's picked out this outfit. That does not match. She has on (laughs) green shoes, green socks, green skirt that goes down to her ankles, and then a plaid shirt and a a different striped sweater vest. And her mom says she looks cute and darling or whatever. And right. then when she gets to the school, she changes. You got to change, right? Into, she looks like my Barbie. That was like punk yeah. rock Barbie or punk something. Punk rock Barbie. Because <laughs> she comes out even wearing shades, I think, at that point, mm-hmm. right? Is yes. that true? Yes, at night. Yeah, at night. Of course. That's, you have to. <laughs> I could sing, but I won't. Yeah, don't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, so you get this whole thing of the, she's trying to do the transformation. And, uh... She's trying to get Brad's attention, and she's sitting there with her friend, and she even says these things like, I wish he would just look my way, and then he does. She's like, oh, I just wish he would come over here. And well, he does. Yeah. But the intentions are totally different than you think. Right. So, but, you know, he comes over and says, hey, I'm having trouble with my schoolwork. My English paper. <laughs> my English paper. You think you could help me work on my English? And of course she's gonna say yeah, right? Because mm-hmm. it's the hot dude. You know, any any chance you get to get in, you know, get into the graces of somebody, you're gonna say yeah, sure. I don't. Well, how it. else are you gonna get noticed? Right, right. Good point. So that kind of leads to that, and then that night, 
<laughs> on the way home, uh, Randa's cousin gets the keys to the car somehow. They give it to him because they're going to go to a party. Uh, they're going to another party. That's right. So he, he's driving the car, but he's making all kinds of advances out there and stuff. And then she says, I wish you would just go away. Is that what she says? Then leave me alone. Wish you just leave me alone. <laughs> and poof, while he's driving down the road, he's gone. Except for his glasses. <laughs> so wherever he went, he could not see. <laughs> and I guess he was no longer a geek, if that's what we're, the standards are. Right, uh, yeah, if you take the glasses <laughs> away. So who knows? But uh, now she's in a car that has no driver that's speeding down the road. So she grabs the steering wheel. But she never touches the brakes. But it does stop. Hmm. Her legs are over here. Maybe she's using these powers. <laughs> she had no idea. Now, has she been to... I think she did. Has she been to the, the psychic Yes, I think yet? it was the night before or... I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yes, because she wasn't 16 yet. Well, she is on the bicycle. Yes. She's riding down the road on her bicycle and Brad runs run, her off the road. Runs her off the road and then it's supposed to start storming and she winds up at Madame Serena's. Right. So it's very Rocky Horror in that way, in that fashion, right? Because she's out on the road, has the back accident, has a flat tire. She's having to push her bike. Starts raining. She ends up here so she's going to try to use her phone or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't have a phone. She don't have a phone because she's psychic. That's right. She can call anybody she wants she right there with her mouth. <laughs> uh, and I would be a little freaked out if I opened and there's the poltergeist lady. Oh, sure. I was going to say. Yeah. This house is clear. <laughs> but, uh, so she does a little palm reading on her and stuff and tells her at that point, hey, uh, something's going to happen to you when you turn 16. Which you're, was a week away. Right. You're going to get these powers, yada, yada. And, uh, sure enough, that's... What happens? Why? Don't know. Because uh, was, she was a, supposedly alive in the 1600s. Right. The, the, yeah, these two have been friends for eons and eons. There's even pictures in like a school yearbook yes. for witches from the 1800s. 16. <laughs> 1600. 1600s. 1600s. <laughs> Where they are, uh, you know, they're friends. And she's even wearing the little locket that's on this necklace that her Art teacher, theater teacher finds. Randomly finds. Oh, that lady is. Yes, she was in a lot of stuff. She was on Bob Newhart show. What's her name? Uh, I can't believe I left her out. Marsha Wallace. Miss Malloy. Mm -hmm. uh, Y'all know her. I mean, she's got the curly red hair. She was in Ghoulies 4? I think Ghoulies 4, where they go to college. <laughs> No, that's that's Ghoulies Three. I'm sorry, Ghoulies Three. Ghoulies go to college. Yeah, cause she works for uh, Mike McCarthy in that. Yeah, I think she's been in a lot of stuff, not yeah. just Ghoulies. <laughs> well, she's known for doing the Bob Newhart stuff. Right. That's kind of where she, you know, was really popular. So, so you know, so you got this backstory of this is you know reincarnation. I guess you want to call it at this point. Don't really matter. We're still trying to chase a dude. That's right. kind of the whole point, right? Uh, let, let's just take a break and talk about some of these songs. Because I noticed that the director of this movie, I believe, wrote all the songs, too. I don't know. There's some whiz bangers. There's the, there's the whole I Like Boy song in yes. the girls' locker room. Yes. That magically she comes up and she says, I have a new cheer, and then everybody knows it. Yeah. And starts dancing to it. And apparently their uniform was a purple bathing suit for their PE yeah. class. Right. Yeah, I noticed that too. It's like, 
Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of no. sense. But anyway, I work in school and we don't do that. <laughs> Times have changed. <laughs> I guess since 1989, we no longer dress in bathing suits for PE. Yeah, maybe they had swim. I don't class. Think, I don't think so. <laughs> Their hair would have been wet. I That's guess. That's true. Or they'd had shower caps on or something. Something, not that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you get the whole. Uh, it's very reminiscent of. The Breakfast Club song where they just break out and dance to a song and they're dancing on top of the bookshelves mm-hmm. and all that stuff. It's very much like that, right? Yeah. And it's, I like boys. I like boys. Mm-hmm. Over and over again. Yeah, that's the whole song. Mm-hmm. That's the new cheer. Yeah, that's true. I don't know how that cheer's going to go over at a ball game. Uh, well. <laughs> right after you go, go team go. Oh, by the way, I like boys. Yeah. I like boys. Yay. I wonder if they take down to their purple bathing suit during the game if they're going to do that. Well, I mean, it would fit easily <laughs> under the cheerleading outfits, I guess. I guess. But uh, you got that song. You got the one that's infamous, right? We might as well go ahead and talk about it. But the rap. The top that. The top that song, which is, if you look up this movie on YouTube or anywhere, you're going to see just the clip of this song. I'm because... going to encourage you to do so because you must <laughs> see how bad it is. Especially because it starts with, I'm hot and you're not. I'm hot and you're not. And it's a dude saying it. Yes. You know? And, and he's like doing all the arms. He's and the very much into it. Popping and locking and <laughs> or whatever the, no. whatever it was at that point. It, it wasn't popping and locking. He really doesn't have any rhythm, so that's what makes it. It's where you do the arms wide and you freeze and you're putting them in together. It's, it's very... Uh, well, Run DMC used yeah. to do it a lot. Yeah, but they were more on beat. <laughs> and the two guys that are there with him, they're just kind of like, yeah, man, yeah, you're awesome. And every time you see this guy, he's rapping. Yeah. And those other two are with him, his hype guys, I and, guess. Yeah, because they don't rap or anything. They're just there going, yeah, all right. <laughs> they're hype guys. <laughs> oh, man. And then... This is a scene where, where our main character and her best friend, who's the other nerd, are riding on their bicycles. And the other nerdy girl just gets out and does a rap battle with this guy. Well, she wants, she wished she had a chance with this guy. So <laughs> Louise makes gives her the power to be able to rap with him. You know what? I never put that together that she made that happen. Oh, yeah. I just thought she jumped off the bike and said, watch this. No. I'm super nerd. I do nothing but sit at home and work on my rhymes. She she touched her little amulet. Oh, okay. Go back and I watch guess she it. did. I guess she did. Yeah. She was giving her the power to <laughs> to be equal with him. I guess I was probably laughing too hard to, to even notice at the time. So, But yeah, uh, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and possibly not the worst song in the movie that's, either. That's true. As ridiculous as it is, uh, there's some other tunes in there I'm just like, wow. <laughs> Even the opening of this movie. Which is supposed to look like a... It's it's a dream sequence, but yeah. it looks like an, a music, music video. Music video, yeah. But if you watch it for face value, Brad is chasing Louise, and right. she's constantly trying to get away from him. Yeah. So I'm like, he looks like a creep. Right. Why are you running from him? But that was a dream, so I guess you can't explain that. Of course, at any time, if she knew she had the power, she could just turn him into a cat or yeah. an animated cat, and then he could do the whole Paula Abdul dance. Oh, that would have been cool. That would have been way cooler. <laughs> but yeah, of course, obviously, it's a dream, right? Right. Because she's in bed, and she wakes up, and it's that thing of, again, wanting the popularity and being a music video, which, who don't want to do that? I don't know, but we, we speaking of turning into something, we haven't talked about the brother. <laughs> <laughs> who was absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Begin opening scene, he's under her bed eating a bakery cake. 
and trying to hide it from his mother. He's like, don't tell her. What are you doing? He is the over-the-top character in this movie that... Uh, you feel like you have to have one of these in every movie, right? But he is full-blown... It's like he would have been in a John Hughes movie as a side character. Almost like a a Chet or somebody like that in Weird Science. But he's but he's a younger brother, you know, and, and just disgusting, does his own thing. Yeah, eating a sheet cake under the bed, that's pretty weird. Under his sister's bed. Under his sister's Not bed. Not even his own. <laughs> I don't know. If the, I that, woke up to that. That weird pizza thing that he's making. Yes, it looks like marshmallows <laughs> and all kinds of stuff when she comes in and she tells him he's disgusting and then turns him into a dog. That's right. And the only way to change this is to put him in the bathtub. Yeah. Because that makes sense. It totally makes sense. Water always changes these spells. Yeah. Well, I mean, I worked with gremlins, I guess. No, that made That made, that made them. <laughs> Yikes. It's an opposite gremlins thing. The opposite gremlins. But yeah, I mean, uh, and of course, she puts him in the tub and it's a full tub of water yes. with bubbles. I mean, it's a bubble bath. They were preparing for that. Maybe he was going to go take a bubble bath after he ate that nasty There's no way pizza. that kid ever took a bubble no, bath. No, I'm pretty sure he never bathed. <laughs> I'm not sure why that was there, but I did notice. Oh, okay. Maybe they cut a few scenes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it don't matter, right? Uh, again, it's a fantasy comedy. Right. Anything can happen. That's true. So that's that's something that's pretty familiar on the show is I just say, why did this happen? Nobody knows. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the way it works, right? So you kind of have to say, this is a teen movie. It don't really matter. Just enjoy, mm-hmm. right? Put your sensibilities behind you and just enjoy a goofy movie. Right. So, uh, you get to the point to where she decides she wants to be the most popular kid at school. And there was a song about that. Absolutely. I want to be the most popular girl. (laughs) That was the name of it. And it said that over and over again. Yeah. Well, I mean, they had to make the point, right? That's true. I guess you have to, you know, like a seance, you kind of have to repeat things over and over for it to really happen. So she goes back to Madame Sarita mm-hmm. and says, hey, I won't be the most popular girl in school because I just did a whole song about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, can you make that happen? She's like, piece of cake. Yeah. Piece of cake. So she pulls out this book that's as big as most people's bedrooms. <laughs> yeah, it's huge. And uh, shows the 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 potion and the sayings and all the stuff that's got to happen for this to work. So guess what? She becomes the most popular girl at school. Goes to a concert. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the girl's name. Sheena or something. Yeah. Uh, Shauna. 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 You should have remembered that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, apparently this is a, a, a big act, right? Possibly our main character's favorite artist, yeah. I guess. And like the bangles or something. And they sneak backstage and they, they trick the guy that's blocking backstage. She makes her name appear. Yes, because she on rubs the her wrist, amulet. Right. Yes. And so they get backstage and they're standing off on, on the side of the stage and Shauna <laughs> sees them mm-hmm. and just comes over and goes, Hey, I'm glad you're here. I've been looking for you. Just, it's a weird conversation. And just says, Here. Take this jacket. Well, she had told her friend she's going to give me her jacket, I think is what she said. She's planning to give me her tour jacket because that was going to make her the most popular girl, I guess. How's that the tour jacket? I mean, it was That's just That's what a... she said. I don't know. <laughs> I don't write these things. 
<laughs> so she gets the magic jacket. And, just, and now she's the most popular girl in school. Yes, that's all it took. She yeah. didn't bring her out on stage or anything. No. Didn't get her up and make her do a dance or sing a song no. about wanting to be the most popular girl in school. just the fact that she had that jean jacket. I mean, I guess that school would have been like, that <sighs> Never had to be... underestimate the power of denim. And that is true. <laughs> that is true. And if you do double denim... Piece of cake. <laughs> I mean, we grew up in this house. We've seen plenty of double dinner. That's true. We have. <laughs> we have. Uh, so you get outside of that. Yeah. And, and then everything just starts falling into place. Matter of fact, now she's even a cheerleader. Right. And she has curly hair. And again, I'm what? coming to you with glasses and a curly hair. So I'm halfway there. <laughs> So as long as your hair wasn't straight, y- yes, which it like it used to be. Yes, I have I have evolved. You've evolved. You're almost the most popular kid yes. in school as now. Long, if my if my vision <laughs> would fix, I'd be fine. <laughs> it'd be it'd be awesome if you end up being the most popular girl in school, being that you're a teacher at yeah, school. Yeah, I know. You know. So that's that's like I mean I double whammy. Pretty much up there. Well, yeah, I gotta be at least top forty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never doubted that in my mind, right? We do have a hundred employees, so that is pretty good. Well, <laughs> is that counting the kids? Or just no, that's, that's just the teachers. Oh yeah. So you're even above all the students, though. See, that's oh, what yeah. I'm saying. Oh yeah, already. <laughs> I've only been there three years, so. <laughs> um, so she becomes the most popular girl in school and starts hanging out with all the popular kids, and everybody comes up to her, liking her at school. Except she's having a problem because her other friend. Her bestie. Her best friend. Which was Polly. Polly, okay. Is kind of getting left behind in the shuffle, Mm -hmm. right? Which is what always happens in these stories, right? Mm -hmm. It always kind of happens. Make sure we're not losing anything here. And um, you can see the the problem here, right? And this happens in every one of these movies. When you get the popularity, there's a price, the consequences. Mm -hmm. Right. You end up leaving your other life behind. I personally even saw that in school. Mm -hmm. Somebody that... Probably wasn't that popular. All of a sudden got a, a dose of it, and they were no longer hanging out with the people that they were with all along. Right. Which is a shame. Mm-hmm. Just if I want to say in a personal level. I, I think that was one thing for me in school that was never an issue because I try to be friends with everybody. Mm-hmm. I've always been a floater. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, because everybody's different. Right. Right. So, but that's what happens here. And, you know, I'm trying to understand... The whole meaning of the prom. I mean, I know it's prom. Right. But does she decide she don't want to be the most popular girl anymore? Or does she just want Brad? Or Because I keep thinking she's going to have this big, you know, turning it around moment. Right. And there's really not. But it don't really happen. No resolution. <laughs> she gets Brad and they go to prom. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and she didn't cast a spell on... <laughs> Brad, she had an opportunity to make him fall in love with her, and she wanted it to be genuine, so she didn't. Right. And I guess that was the whole thing, is that he did choose her. Didn't want to force him to fall in love with her. She wanted it to happen naturally. Right. Which, again. But she is the most popular girl, so is it off of that? Right. Right. She'll never know. Right. They should do a follow-up movie. (laughs) (laughs) Teen Witch 2, 40 years after. It wouldn't be called Teen Witch. (laughs) Middle-aged witch. I don't Middle- know. <laughs> senior, senior citizen witch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that. I think that's what's really odd about this one because it really doesn't have that 
that resolute end mm-hmm. that you expect where now she's got the boyfriend, but she's also still friends with Polly. Polly. That doesn't really happen. Her mm-hmm. brother ends up being okay. I mean, we don't well, know. that was because she kept threatening him to change him to a dog. Yeah. He's probably going to be scared the rest of his life. <laughs> well, maybe it'll straighten him up. I don't know. I guess they could show him still living in mom's oh, basement. You know who he didn't bring up in this movie? Who? Who her dad was. Oh, Darren from Bewitched. Yeah. Dick Sargent, right? Yes. We didn't bring that up. So there you go. There's another slice of Americana for you, right? Which, you know, how do you how do you tie in Teen Witch with Bewitched? There you go. So kind of a running thing here. You can kind of see what they were trying to do with this. Uh, he did keep calling her Kitten. I thought that was a weird pet name for a daughter. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, That's who knows? not what my dad called me, but... <laughs> what did he call you? Pumpkin. <laughs> so, kitten, pumpkin... I don't know. He called all of the girls something with a P. One was popcorn, one was peanut. I don't know the other ones. <laughs> so, at least I got pumpkin. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah. I, well, I'm trying to think of what he ever called me, but I don't, know, I don't know that it started with a P. <laughs> oh... So, uh, yeah, this movie is, is, is a strange one because it has all the tropes that you expect from a late 80s, early 90s teen flick. It's still the formula they use nowadays. Mm-hmm. It hasn't changed. Right. That's what's interesting about these kind of movies is, you know, it, it's still the same formula because all kids want the same thing. They want to be the popular kid mm-hmm. in school. They want the, the hunky guy or the good-looking girl that, that's unreachable. Well, they always show that there's kind of a dark side to that because sure. everything is not what you think it would be. Yep, I could I could go on a rant about that myself <laughs> because obviously I married who I married, mm-hmm. but there for a while I was going out with the girl that was considered the catch of the school, and there was nothing there, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, you can say you know how awesome it would be to be in that situation, but. I don't know. I mean, I ended up with who I'm supposed to end up with. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, there's the dark side of all that stuff, like you said. So, uh, are things ever what we really think they're going to be? You know, usually the 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 imagination of, you know, well, we always say it's the thrill of the chase, mm-hmm. right, more than well, anything we, else. We can use the cliche, the grass is always greener, but it is true. We could use Eddie Murphy's, where he talks about... <laughs> Eating a saltine cracker, but but when you haven't had a cracker in a long time, and you think, man, is that that's a Ritz? Is that a Ritz? Man, that's so good. He said, but after a while, you're like, man, it's just plain old cracker. (laughs) 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 Kind of the same thing. Yeah, kind of. Grass is always green. I think that probably explains it better. Only if you're a cow, though. There's a lot of people probably have no idea what that really means, but. See what we're saying, folks, is if you're a cow, you ever watch cows, If you you know where a cow is, right? They have them on farms. Well, if you ever notice, a cow can be in a huge green pasture, but they always want to reach their neck across the fence and get the grass that's on the other side of the fence because they think it's better grass, even though it's exactly the same grass. That's what we're saying. Just in case you didn't know what that meant. Is that a southern phrase? Yes. Oh. We, we, are, we are all about education here. Okay. <laughs> We are. I didn't realize that. <laughs> uh, all right. So normally, I do a rating of these movies. So one through five. One is terrible. Five is the best. 
Where do you put this movie on your list? Hmm. I'm gonna say like a two and a half. Really? As much as you like it? I do like it. Well, I guess watching it as an adult is different. And I don't sure. know. Let's see. Well, I give it a three. Well, I mean, I guess I could give it a three. I really... No, no, you you give it what you want to give it. Let me it. think. You, you caught me off guard, so I have to think now. <laughs> I mean, I, it's definitely not a five. No. Well, I mean, but it could be to you. No, it's not. The nostalgia factor is great. A five to you is what? Grease 2? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Overboard? Overboard. That's one of my all-time favorites. Okay. All right. That is putting the bar up there pretty high. Yeah. That's a good. Yeah, one. it's definitely I'm going to I'm going to say two and a half still. Okay. All right. Well, there you go, folks. <laughs> There's our 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 idea of where this movie sits. Even though it's it's something that she grew up with, she kind of goes, eh, it's kind of middle of the road, and that's perfectly fine. But it does not take away the fact of this movie was one of those that instantly made you want to go. Because we had talked about what can we talk about on this show and just out of nowhere. Teen Witch, right? Yeah. Because I was throwing like some heavy hitters for me, like Pee Wee's Big Adventure or some of these kind of things. And I would love to do that, but I just felt like we should do Teen Witch first. I think it's a great start. I think it's a great start because it, it kind of shows your background, where you're from, mm-hmm. going back and revisiting and saying, does it hold up? You know, I think I would like it more if there was a, res- a resolution at the end. I think so, too. That would have... It just kind of stops Yeah. in the middle of a dance, which all of a sudden, this is another one of those things, too. The song starts playing, they start dancing, but then everybody around them starts doing the same dance like mm-hmm. they all know the same dance steps. Yeah. This is high school kids. Right. Not how high school is. I've worked with high school kids doing Great Pretenders. They can't even do something that they're supposed to do together. So, and, you know, kids do everything last minute. So there's no way they learn this dance. Right. (laughs) Definitely would have been no practice. No, no, they wouldn't show up. So, all right. Well, that's pretty much it for this episode. I'm glad you did this with me. Me too. It's fun. So uh, maybe, uh, maybe we'll do some more. I'll tell you what, folks, just let me know. Give me some feedback if you enjoyed uh, Rick and Vanessa together, the RV show. <laughs> <laughs> this here's an RV. And uh, let me know what you think, and you know we'll we'll look at doing some more. I'm going to try to get a situation where she can record back in Chattanooga and me still be home and us kind of do it that way. But this was just a neat opportunity, and I love my sister, so it was just something fun we could do together. So uh, just wanted to share that with everybody. Thank you, sis. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, that's it for this episode, and we will check you later. Thanks.